Good morning, Sunday the 13th. Let's get right into some college games because there are some early games again. We had a nice day in college basketball anyway yesterday, 6-3. and three. Let's see if we can do some damage today. Okay, so Princeton and Yale. I'm just going to go in order here. Princeton and Yale. I have a lean on Princeton. I'm not playing it. I, I do believe Princeton should win this, but there's too much conflicting information I'm coming up with. I don't need to play that. Certainly, again, something to look at live. Davidson and Richmond, a lean on Davidson again, but it's almost exact carbon copy. There's too much information and too much momentum, really, for Richmond to go against them right now, but it's a live look. Now to the real plays. Texas A&M at Tennessee. Going to take Texas A&M plus the points for one unit, and I'm going to go over 131 for half of a unit. Does look like a solid over, but again, I, as I've mentioned as a broken record, my overs are not necessarily as effective as I'd like them to be. My models are showing bad information for the over. Um, it just looks like a solid over, so I'm going to go for half a unit. Okay, now we're going to get a little funky with this next one, Memphis and Houston. I, if you were listening for the Super Bowl, I middled that one. I had the uh, points with the Bengals, and I had the money line for the Rams. Had the under as well. Not going to take a total on this one, but I'm going to do something similar. Now, obviously, it's a different, totally different sport, totally different game. Uh, and the betting handle on it is infinitesimal, infinitesimal fraction of the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, we're not even in the tournament. It's just a conference uh, championship game, and it's not a big conference. But without further ado, I'm taking Memphis plus the points, plus three and a half for one unit. I'm taking Houston on the money line, minus 160 for half units. Shop around. You can get that. It's going as high as one's upper 170s. You don't want to do that. If you can shop around, get the minus 160, half a unit. Um, now, logic behind this. Just very quick on this, and obviously you understand it already. But if... Uh, Houston wins by one, two, or three points. You just won one and a half units. Now, that's a tight window. Obviously, I'm favoring Memphis in this game. That's why it's one unit. So let's say Memphis wins outright. Well, you've cut yourself short a little bit because you're paying minus 160 and a half unit. You're not going to win much, but you'll win money on Memphis if Memphis wins the game outright, which is possible. Matter of fact, they beat Houston twice head-to-head. But that's actually somewhat of a contrarian play. It's hard to beat the same team three times in one season. It's a little easier in basketball than it is in, say, NFL football, where a conference opponent beats the same one twice, and then they have to play them in the playoffs. That's a little different ballgame. So this is a little easier uh, in college, but it's still difficult to beat the, same, beat the same team three times, especially since Houston's a higher-rated team than Memphis. Um so that being said, Memphis plus three and a half. So if Memphis wins outright, you're still winning some money, just not much, about 0.2 of a unit. Um, but you have insurance in case Houston wins the game by four or more, then you're losing half the amount of money you would have lost if you just took Memphis alone. So now, obviously, if you love Houston, well, you got to do your own business on this. But I think the situation here is that Houston comes out with the win, and it's going to go right down to the wire. It could be a, a 
a basket at the end, a missed free throw at the end, a three-pointer at the buzzer still gets it for you. Uh, that's the most likely outcome, in my opinion, one-and-a-half unit profit. Otherwise, less of a loss or just a small win, less of a win, less of a loss, or you could nail it in the middle there, which is what I'm hoping for. A little fun there without a lot of risk is really what we're coming down to there. Who won to Iowa and Purdue? Iowa plus two. I'm going with Iowa. I think they might win it outright. You could sprinkle a little bit on the money line there. I've got a little bit on that. But for officially, we're going to call Iowa plus two. Now, uh, Purdue has not been covering the spreads since, what, early February, I think. Uh, They're a good team. They're They're just not getting it done the way you might think. Iowa's on a roll. They've only lost one game quite some time here. That was to Illinois at Illinois, where they didn't hit their free throws. Otherwise, they probably would have got that one done. Now, they haven't covered the last couple games, or last one anyway. They didn't cover yesterday, that's for sure. They won it uh, three-pointer, desperation three-pointer, bank shot three-pointer yesterday. Um, Iowa's in better form than Purdue. That being said, this is not a bet-the-bankroll kind of thing on Iowa. The the first tournament game, they shot lights out 60%, including 60% plus from three. They actually shot, I think, better from three-point range than two-point range or close. They're both over 60% anyway. Then they follow that up with a ridiculous, ridiculously good free-throw outing where they lost, they missed just two, 23 of 25, 24 of 26, something like that. That's, That's hard to repeat. And then yesterday's game... Keegan Murray goes 8 of 10 from three-point range. I mean, that's not Steph Curry that's shooting there. So that's hard to repeat. That being said, Iowa's lost twice to Purdue this season. And again, that's hard to be the same team twice. Additionally, the first time Iowa lost, they they lost without Keegan Murray. He was missing for that game. And they came back and almost won that one. The second one, they lost by more. and Murray was playing, the difference there is that Purdue is the one that shot lights out. Iowa shot poorly. Purdue shot extremely well, better than they had in quite some time and quite some time since. One of the, Probably their best shooting game in the conference. Um, probably the only thing better was playing underwater basket weaving state. So I like Iowa to come back from the two losses, especially the conditions of the two losses with one missing a guy, missing the main guy, who's going to be a top 10 pick probably in the draft as a sophomore, and then the other one with Purdue shooting out of their minds. I think that counteracts the fact that Iowa has three games in a row. Ridiculous team shooting, ridiculous team free throw, and then ridiculous Keegan Murray performance. But the team is hot right now. They're feeling it. I I think they win the game, but it's going to be close. But one unit on Iowa plus two. So there's some fun for college. Go over to the NBA I have only a lean. I have Atlanta minus 12. I'm not going to lay 12 points. No, thank you. But if it drops down, certainly under double digits, I'd look at it, but I want to get it maybe seven points or so. Then I'd probably jump on Atlanta. They move over to hockey. We had a lot of bad puck luck yesterday. Hockey's losing for the month. Fortunately, college basketball is screaming. Uh, now I am including live bets on both. I've been very profitable on live bets for um, college basketball, but very unprofitable live bets for hockey so far, which is very abnormal because normally that's been great. 
In any event, let's get on to that. So Nashville and Minnesota over six for one unit. St. Louis at home against the Winnipeg Jets. I'll take St. Louis on the full game money line. It's minus 149 for one unit. I've got a lean on Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia in this spot versus Montreal, who's back-to-back. I can't do it, though, so just mentioning the lean. Um, next game is the Islanders at home against the Anaheim Ducks. I'm going to take Islanders on the regulation line at plus 100. Again, shop around. I don't always mention this, but I have mentioned it a handful of times over the last year. Well, last season of hockey. The... Uh, Regulation line is one of those lines that fluctuates much, much more than other lines. If you shop around between different sports books, you'll you'll see enormous differences. You've got to do shopping around on, on, on regulation lines. You really do. Otherwise, you could play the money line, and you'd be the one that comes out ahead if it goes to overtime. I'm not seeing overtime on this one, and I don't think the odds difference between regulation and money and the uh, full game money line are worth it to play the full game. I'm, I'm playing. I always play with the positive expected value there. So, um, uh, regulation line: New York Islanders, one unit. Then we have Colorado and Calgary. I've mentioned Colorado being in poor form right now. This is a bad spot for Calgary, though. Very bad spot, in my opinion. If you can't play same game parlays, if you cannot, then take Colorado regulation at plus one hundred. Again, shopping and over six and a half. Those aren't the best plays. The best plays, if you can do it, again, you're looking. I'm not simping for DraftKings, but it's a profit center for them, for, for you right now. Maybe for them too, if it's done wrong. But anyway, Colorado full game money line and over four and a half for half a unit at minus 115. We'll take the other half. So really, this is a combined bet for one unit, but it's two separate bets. The other half. Colorado plus one and a half, just in case, because Calgary is a good team. It is a Colorado, of course, but Colorado plus one and a half and over six and a half. So we can get plus money at plus 125. Yeah, there's a chance you could lose both those bets, but the combined one unit is actually positive value at plus 125 minus 115. And um, you're over six and a half in Colorado regulation. They could both lose too. I mean, it's, again, I don't know why I needed to mention that. Any bet can lose. My point being that the one unit combined same game parlay has less risk than the simple bets of over in Colorado. Then we move on to the Florida Panthers visiting the LA Kings. LA Kings again in the bad spot. They are at home, but it's a bad spot for them. I'll take Florida regulation minus 115 for one unit. There is a huge difference again in these. Huge. There's, there's. I'm seeing as high as 150 regulation versus 115 on the low side. That's a no-brainer, correct? One unit regulation line, Florida Panthers. But I'm also liking that game enough. I am taking the same game parlay as well, splitting up a unit. Florida full game and over four and a half at minus 120 for half a unit, and Florida full game and over five and a half at plus 145. For half unit. Again, the value, now this value is closer because that regulation line at minus 115 almost seems like an error compared to the other books. That's a DraftKings, by the way. Uh, that's a hell of a deal. And then the Florida 
to win full game just in case of overtime and lower numbers at four and a half and five and a half and getting positive juice combining the two. You got to love it. So I'm getting two units down on Florida with, uh, you know, some interest in the over there, which should come through. But with the Kings, there's no guarantee. Kings have a reasonable, they play solid defense. I'm not saying their goalies are remarkable. They're not bad. Their defense, their team system kind of lets goes to the under. But it sure does feel like a 4-2 to two game. It really does. It feels like a 4-2 to two game. I don't bet exact totals, but once in a blue moon promotional offer or something. But this feels like a 4-2 to two game to me. I don't have any action in Tampa Bay and Vancouver. So that is all for today. And again, shop around for those lines. It's really important. Good luck.